Christmas may be host to mega deals that we can drive away with happy, but February is the month we love at Rorik Honda. For the first time ever, Rorik Honda is offering 0% financing for up to 60 months on select vehicles. We say don't be a jagoff and ask which ones. Head to West Liberty Avenue and check out the options. The deals include CRVs, HRVs, Ridgelines, as well as 21s that include a Honda Pilot. Like me. Yep. Listen to the podcast here or Rorick.com for all of your vehicle needs. And now, the Jagoff podcast from The Hunt Acres. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word Jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word Jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the... Out of you. Yeah, jag off. Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, jag off? This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richards. Hi, this is Rocky Blair. Hey, it's Rick Sevak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. Hi, I'm Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes. And this is the Jag Off Podcast. So this is the Jagoff Podcast, and we appreciate if you're listening for the first time, is that you go to the Radio.com app and subscribe to it, or if you're already on another app, just listen to, just subscribe to the Jagoff.com. Yeah, give us good thoughts. If you're, at, yeah, if you're on the Apple iTunes app, that's where we want you to say something nice. Yeah. We also heard, thanks to, um, I have to say, Colleen uh, Enarino, Dr. Barrett's, there are a couple others who said that they were voting for us um, on Pittsburgh Magazine's nomination for Best Podcast, so we want to say thank you so much because our phones and our social media have been blowing up, and we appreciate that you recognize us as a good podcast. Yeah. So vote now because we're in, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? We better win. All right, so uh, we'll tell you who's on the podcast in a second, but we have, right now is when we tell you what has been on the, the I took no part blog. in the blog this right. week at all, but right. I love that you refer to someone as Subaru Sam because right. truth be told, Larry Richard is here. I'm sorry. I know we shouldn't say that. I just leaked it. But Larry drives a Subaru. Okay. Yeah, wait. And we rip on yeah. Subarus for a reason. And here's why. They're slow. That's the only reason. There's I'm sure a, they're great cars. Right. There's a, dip, uh, there's a difference between Prius slow yes. and Subaru slow. Like, yes. I can't tell which one's slower, but they're Jagoff's driving. <laughs> Others are Larry driving. Crazy. But Subaru Sam is this 24-year-old. Like, you know, I know. They're very slow. <laughs> Matt yeah. Murray was 21 years old when he won a Stanley Cup. This yeah. kid was 24 years old, and he thought he could be, be cool to drive on the ice at North Park. At North Park. Lake. Oh. Who does that? Right? <laughs> and he had a Subaru, and so, so we thought it was like, pretty funny. Like, what's most embarrassing part, that he drove on the ice and went through it, or that he was driving a Subaru at 24 but years old? But if anyone knows John Chamberlain, you know that he is the greatest guy, super friendly, right? Everybody thinks I'm the crazy person. He's so great. Until he's driving. He has road rage constantly. <laughs> he is not a nice person. So he has donned the Subaru, the vehicle that goes slow. So just saying. And then no guns on planes. How many times are we going to say it? Four times over the last 12 days at the airport, somebody carried a gun to Who the airport. Like stop? One billion three hundred seventy-five four hundred fifty-three times. They've been telling you no Don't guns. do it. Don't bring a gun to the airport. Not even a squirt gun. Yeah, it's yeah. just not worth the time. All right. All right. And then the last one. Well, actually, it was the beginning was the at symbol was our guest podcast. Yeah, the, the at symbol wrote a guest blog. Yeah. Uh, it's overworked at this point. It's like a radio or TV person, right? That, you know, now they have to tweet, add, now they have to add, Facebook, add, blah, add. add more duties and not get paid. The poor at symbol is so symbol. busy right it's now. It's worn out on the, the keyboard. And I have to give a shout out. We don't normally do this, but when we have our jagging around videos, which have been on Thursdays, this one went super well. We have over 30 shares because it's a family friend, Joe Costanzo, who was the owner of the Prima Donna restaurant, is back in the news. If you remember, mom and dad used mm -hmm. to go there all the time. They're back in the news because his daughter, Maria Palmer, is writing a book about him. So we got to talk to her about awesome. what it was like being on the rocks. Boom. How about that? All right. That's so who's on this podcast? Yes. My brother and my sister-in-law. <laughs> what else do you need to know? Right. And, and so we always like unique jobs. So not only is your brother and sister-in-law the host, your brother has a very unique job, which is why I came down in my yeah, I noticed Mr. Rooney given sweatshirt. <laughs> I noticed, yeah, for real. Yeah, and, and, and I noticed the theme. I didn't partake. Right, and then Larry Richard is here. We know Larry from the KDK radio, amazing, but yeah. he is also the public address. He's the voice. Yeah. You hear that voice, and you know it's Larry Richard. To them about yeah. that, and our musician today, brought to you by Fusion. Entertainment. Yeah, well, technically, our food guy, because we have a food guy now. Wake up, PGH. Wake up, Pittsburgh. He was like, hey, guys, I love what you're doing on Instagram. Can I cook for you? And we were like, sure. And that's how he got on. <laughs> so essentially, he was going to be our musician, but he said, I have another guy, which is so typical of Pittsburgh. 
So now we have somebody yeah. else. And we have to thank Mancini's Bakery, thank Fathom Pub Sauce, and North Country Brewing for giving gifts to our, because it's not about us coming, about us coming to your house. It is. It is about them. And thank you to J&D Waterproofing and Remodeling, who did a great job on your windows. They did. And they've been in business 82 years. You know, years. I told them the last few times they were on the podcast, my windows helped so much with my heating and cooling bills. I noticed that because I've gone through like two seasons now. And I can totally tell that I'm sweating. I'm either going through menopause or I'm sweating because we've now encapsulated the heat a lot better. There you go. Because of the windows. So J&D waterproofing. Make sure you say thanks. Sean's usually here, but under the weather today. All right. So What's here up? we go. Hi. Our homeowners. <laughs> we, the fireplace is upstairs, but it we is. came downstairs because we could be socially distanced down here. Right. But in a brand new basement here, right? Yep. Yeah. We had this done uh, last March. Uh, Dino Donatelli. Um, Not J&D Waterproofing. <laughs> Dino was the, um, he was a carpenter at Heinzfield, um, and he retired, and he was looking for side work, and I came home and told Rachel what he was looking for side work, and he's a carpenter, and, and he came and looked at it, and he busted out and... Really fast. About a month and yeah. a half. It's amazing. So. I was impressed. And we've heard about it. Like, our family, obviously, we were all during, it was during quarantine when this started, the beginning of quarantine. Mm -hmm. So we didn't even see it until recently. Right. Right. And it's right. so awesome to be, it's so homey. Thanks. And you just yeah. had a sleepover down here with kids. So you know that <laughs> yeah. it's kid-proof. Yeah, so the, that's this, perfect. this folds out, yeah. and this is their, their haven. They play... Yeah. Their Xbox and watch the movies, yeah. and we play knee hockey over there. That's why there's scuffs on the ceiling. <laughs> well, and one, it's funny you say that because one of my questions was going to be with your fireplace, which we will show, of course, that is beautiful. How many times has Danny in particular had his head hit off a corner? Oh, on the fireplace? Yes. Well, I don't know. You you mm -hmm. probably will remember. We have um, stone around it. Yes. But we used we bought um, a pool. It was like a foam. And we had to put it on the corner yes. because Danny kept. Yeah. 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 Danny, no surprise. Danny's Danny? the same one that has chipped this tooth four times in a year. He is Lloyd Christmas. He and Lloyd he, Christmas. you dumb and dumber he fans is. will know. He loses the same yes. tooth all the time. Tooth Fairy doesn't come anymore no. because, no. sorry no. for you, you're yeah. doing it yourself. We're yeah. one and done. And then what about how many times has Cole asked if he could roast marshmallows or hot dogs? <laughs> Daily. Cole would probably, if we had a gas stove, he would roast them on that stove like we used we to. Did. We okay. did. Okay, here's a funny thing. My brother and I... We're fat kids, and we would use little corn. <laughs> Listen, just, do you remember we would use, mom and dad had the corn things, and I don't know what they're technically called, yeah. but they were oh, handles that you put in hand. We would put marshmallows yeah. on there thinking it was long enough, and we would get burned yeah. on our stove. Too. And they would melt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that's just a little hunt. Yeah. Little wow. Well, you guys both have fingers these days. The whole microphone. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Rachel, your place is the in the summer. It's the place where all the kids seem to yeah. gang up and uh, yeah. you know that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, I'm, I know as a father that was always fun to be the the house where everybody is. Yeah. It's busy though, but I mean, having few extra people in your house today is probably not a big deal, yeah. right? Yeah. We love it. We love to be that we house. And, yep. Yeah. And I think it's super important to say we live in the Ross Township area, which is booming right now. Mm -hmm. So we love the fact yeah. that like we're all right here. You know, and super cool fun fact, my brother and sister-in-law, I was telling Larry before, and our parents, Justin and my parents, live within like a minute of each other. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> Justin gets the plow every day, and he <laughs> maintains the Ross Township roads for us so that we can get going. Right. So let's talk Steeler talk. Obviously, I didn't get the memo that we were supposed to either wear... A Steeler mask. This or. is just every day. Okay, you're just this that loyal. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. heard that about yeah. the Steelers nation. <laughs> um, what's it like? I mean, I have to, I have to be the the big sister proud for a second and say, you know, if you ever heard Dad or I talk, we would say, oh, my brother, he, I mean, he's run sound for the best. You know, or Dad says he's the best, you know, sound tech I've ever had. Um, that's a family thing, and we understand. Right. But we've also, especially John and I, have talked to people in the business who literally say that about you because you've worked with so many Thanks. different people. And what's really cool is to have seen your progression, and now you've landed, like, the audio gig yeah. of all time. What I mean, what's it like? That's so a million-dollar question, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Before you can say what it's like, what is the job? Like, I know it's the, it's, the yeah. it's playing Renegade. It's not just pressing a button at Renegade <laughs> at a certain time of the game. Okay, so <laughs> that is an important job. That is the question that everybody asks me. <laughs> do I renegade? do not play Renegade. Okay. I, don't, I don't say when it, it, it gets played. I don't tell Larry what to say or when to say it. Um, my job is... I make sure that um, everybody can hear Renegade, everybody can see the, the, the game on TV. Um, I am the audiovisual audio visual manager. Um, I oversee every function of the stadium technical-wise. So every screen, every speaker, every 
everything you can hear or see. I'm not a content guy. I'm not a. I'm not. A, <laughs> Do you need a content person? Unfortunately, no. Our content guy is really good. Oh, okay. He's all really right, good. Right, right. Um, I got Ray's trying to work. Ah, <laughs> oh, Larry. Yeah. Um, Larry actually sits next to our content oh, okay. guy okay. on game day. Um, so uh, my my main role is to make sure it's it's more fan engagement, um, but I take care of every technical aspect of the building. Um, if you can see the game and hear the ref at home, I did my job. So I make sure that the, the TV dock is taken care of and everything. We have guys that, we have engineers that are trained for that. Um, but I oversee all the technical aspect of, of And that the game includes and away games, right? Because I know, like, this year, yes. when we have Sunday yeah. dinner at our parents' house, I'll say, is it an away game? But it doesn't even matter because right. you have to partake in that This as well. year, uh, because the, uh, the radio crew was not traveling with the team, um, they were broadcasting live from Heinz Field. Field gotcha. So what we would do is we would get an audio and video signal from the home stadium. If we played in Cleveland, they would send us a feed. We, it was one, one, one wire. comes down an SDI feed. Oh. You put it into a, um, an audio DM better. It takes the audio out, splits it into 16 channels of audio. And then you can hear the PA announcer. You can hear all the ambient uh, mics on the field. You can hear the ref, um, the, the uh, guys on the broadcast. And you pick and choose what you put on the air. Um, awesome. So it sounded like the guys were actually at the stadium when they, in fact, were at, at Heinz Field. So it's like the old KDK radio. That's how KDK radio started, right? Yeah. They, were, right. they were getting notes about the baseball game right. on the phone and recording right. it. Yep. So, like, uh, you know, let's say we're just good people and went on a Steeler game day. I'm at church. I'm at noon mass, right? <laughs> and I'm looking at noon mass trying to get the, the priest to stop talking at the homily so oh, I can wow. get home to get on for the 105 start. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of getting in front of my TV around 1 o'clock. Mm -hmm. What time are you getting to work when there's a home game? Um, mm -hmm. Between 5:30 and 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're so we're the beer drinking starts around 4:30 or no? 6:30 a.m. Say that again. Um, so we're there uh, generally, generally seven hours before kick, um, and we use uh, all the the local guys come in for the the camera crews. They'll come in around nine o'clock. Uh, they'll get their camera locations set up. We'll we'll fax out all the lines. Um, and then Eli, the uh, director, he does his his pep talk, and he gets everybody ready. Um, I love but, that. That's a thing. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eli's Eli's outstanding. Um, but he always has a little little saying that he'll get everybody pumped up, and mm -hmm. um, and we have uh, we've have, we've have a really good crew. It's a big crew on game days, but we're generally there around five thirty, six o'clock, depending on if it's a prime. So if it's a prime time night game, we're still there at say eleven a.m. Because mm. we have to do run-throughs. and sure. Well, 1 o'clock a.m. is generally between 5.30 and 6 a.m. Wow. And, Rach, what is that like as the support staff? Because, I mean, truth be told, Rachel has quite the job as well. I mean, you, oh. you, I mean, you do. You're a nurse. You're amazing at your job. But you, as the mother, as the matriarch, you have three kids. So what is yeah. it like knowing? I mean, I know the Steeler organization yeah. is wonderful to work with. But sure. what is it like? I think I just don't know anything else. And, you know, yeah. he mm -hmm. was either with the bands on the weekends or so. You figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> you just yep. kind of stick up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, okay, drop off here. Yeah. We're in here. So, yeah. I just, I mean, I don't know and anything I, else. And I remember you saying you were hired right before the holiday season last year. Right. So, you guys had the experience of a holiday party with the Steelers, yep. and you have nothing but a. Oh. It's so true, yep. as we've yeah. said, with the interaction we've had. It's truly amazing, right? It's amazing. Yeah. yeah so, I started out in 2010. Um, I did everything that went through the Great Hall. It was the Coca-Cola Great Hall event. So I did all the music, uh, the entertainment that came through, and the fan interaction in the Great Hall. And that was part-time. That was just on game day. And then in 2016, I started as the A2. Um, I was the on-field audio engineer. And I took care of the National Anthem, all the pregame, the uh, um, Missy and, and Wolf show, and the, the refs. And then uh, the guy who had my job decided that he wanted to go become an airline pilot, which... Because that's what you do. That's after. what you do. Yeah. yeah. And Good he's, luck. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing great. He's yeah. doing great. Job at home gets harder once he starts at the, the airline. So he went to do that, and I interviewed for this job since I've already been in there. Um, I, I got the job, and I started there um, full-time uh, November of 2019. Um, but technically, I've been... I've been part-time since 2010. Um, but, yeah, so we went to the Christmas party, um, holiday party, 
in 2019, and uh, the funny story is Cole still talks about it every day. Um, the Roonies take great care of everybody. Yeah, they treat you all as their own. Yeah. And all three kids walked out with armfuls of, of presents. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Cole had a uh, he had a like a Hot Wheels Steeler loop, and Juju was there in the pink bunny outfit yeah. from the Christmas story. Right. Yeah. And he comes walking over to Cole and goes, "That's really neat. Can I play with it?" You know. <laughs> and Cole's like, uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's it's very cool. It's yeah. it's cool. And Coach is one of the nicest people you oh, ever meet. So nice. And yeah. yeah. Very, very good organization. Just a couple of names. What a couple of things. Like uh, I know from a previous person who worked down there, just a, a small portion of this, but even just the intricacies of the music that gets played that day. Yep. You have to approve it. Is it through the Steelers, through the NFL? Like every sound bite you're playing, is that right? Not Renegade. Well, <laughs> so it, it just like any anything live, it yeah. goes through either ASCAP or BMI. Okay. So we use BMI. BMI is who we report to. Gotcha. And each quarter I have to run the we, – we have a, a, a show. It's called uh, Show Clicks. It's just one computer that keeps a log of every single song that's played to start to finish of the season. And every quarter I run a report. And I send that off to BMI so they can pay the That's awesome. The dues so the, and then it's the that? stuff that, that nobody knows. Right. They, they don't know to that. say a good question. We have a competition right. because somebody <laughs> on the podcast always says good question. I usually win, but that was a good question. <laughs> a good question. Well, and so what's another thing we would all take for granted? I mean, just the screens as we're standing in line at the refresh when we're there. Right. Right. right? But, you know, what are the other things that sort of people just take for granted when we're there? Well, people, as anything with entertainment, I don't think the general public realize what goes on before yeah. your band plays or before your team plays or sure. there, the there's a crew yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. there's days i mean we have we have a post-game meeting on tuesday and then a pre-game meeting on thursday so there's planning yeah. and planning and planning and we'll start setting up the tv crews will come in on friday for a sunday game um and this year with the you know the the 100 day what felt like a 100 day move from yeah, thanksgiving right. to the actual game um, the the TV crew came in on Monday of Thanksgiving week. Oh right. Set up Wednesday morning. Were sent home, and they tore down. Another crew came back on Friday to set up for Sunday. Right. They had a tear down Saturday. Another crew came in for the Tuesday game on Sunday night Jeez. to set up. So people don't realize. And you're kind that. of on call to make sure that oh, this is all, all going at all times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we call him Absolutely. Dr. Justin. <laughs> right, right. Family dinners. And I, right. I, I, I can't even imagine how many people say, well, it must be nice to only work on Sunday. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's when the bulk of my hours and steps, sure. my yeah. 35,000 steps yeah, he tells me about day. his steps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, oh, yeah. it, it's about a 14-hour day on game day, um, which isn't too bad, but... Leading up to it is a good 10-hour day each day also. Yeah. So yeah. you're putting in your 40 hours just that weekend. Sure. Uh, but I am generally, obviously not now, but I am there Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, right. you know, on top of yeah. um, the games. But we also do the pit games. We also do the concerts that come through. We do the whippules that come through. Mm-hmm. Um, every special event that comes through that, that building, we yeah, are in charge of. a couple of you jag up podcasts. So listen, yep, yep. you are the show host, or the, home, the podcast the host, host, right? Yeah. Oh, you get Mancini's <laughs> goods, we brought yeah, you some pepperoni, you Thank you. you get yeah. some North Country beer, you get some Fathom Pub sauce, awesome. but we also have a special guest making breakfast today. So Yeah, they were in your kitchen Zach, in case you didn't know. <laughs> 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 okay. Come on in listen, here. Listen, in case All I right. got interrupted earlier on Facebook Live when I was talking about this, we love any Instagram conversation that goes something like, hey guys, thanks for the follow. Do you want me to make you breakfast? And we're like, sure. And then the conversation <laughs> continues. So welcome, Zach. I mean, look how cool these little containers are. Yeah. Look at you. You literally came to my brother's house, my brother and my sister-in-law's house, and took over the griddle at like, what, 10.30 this morning? Yes, yes. Uh, a little awkward doing that, showing up. But, uh, yeah. Were they in their pajamas? They were not. Okay. Uh, it was very welcome. I warned them. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. I know how they are. No, this is awesome. And what we love, you know, kudos to you, all kidding aside, John does a really good job as far as our social media. And he saw some of the photos that you were taking with your, you know, to Pittsburgh guys at your breakfast sandwiches. And we had to know, like, what started that concept? With so many businesses, unfortunately, especially the hospitality business, really flailing right now with, you know, COVID-19 and things like that. Why now? And Don't where did... Us. Oh. Later. Oh. Right? 
Gonna it's later. I thought we were talking to him right now. He's here. I'm done. Oh. I'm done. We, I can tell you later. Oh, all right. Well, I guess we have to eat, and then we're going to talk to you, but essentially. Yes, please do. This is actually, it's a bacon, egg, and cheese, and it's wrapped up in a tortilla that I get from Rainier's down in the Strip District. So it's really, really good. It's okay. like a crunch wrap. So a crunch wrap. aioli sauce in there, you're going to love it. I fell in love with aioli sauce in the last mm -hmm. couple of weeks. I was never a big aioli person. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is about aioli. I don't know what it is. This one. Oh, you're going to try it. You're going to try it. All right. So we're going to get Zach's secrets later. Okay. okay. What are we doing? In the meantime, we're going to hear our musician, right? Isn't that what we normally do? We're going to hear our musician. Am I singing too? Ryan. No, we, listen. Everybody on Facebook Road. Justin is good at a lot of things. Singing is not one of them. And as you can know, we get asked all the time, are you a singer? And here's what we say. Your dad's a dentist. Does that mean we are dentists? No. Just because our dad's a no, singer. I, I always say my sister is a fine But you're not. You know you're not. It's been a long time, forever and a day. My love for you, it ain't going away. I'm drunk and I'm bitter. I'm sick on the floor. One finger on the trigger. Foot out the door. I got gray skies above me, the leaves on the ground. I'm the loneliest man in town. Oh. Did you love that? I did love it. Yeah, oh my it's God. awesome. Oh my God. Oh my God. We get to hear more too. All right. So continue with. We'll that. hear more of that song, and when we get through each of the guests, and then you hear the whole song at the end of the podcast on the edited version. Oh my God! What are we about to hear? Oh, boom! Jump in there! Jump in! Jump in! Jump in! That was we get, we get jam. How about that? This How about is, that? So this is the Larry Richard and uh, not Rickert, not Reichert, Larry Richard. And we know you from the radio and all the other commercials you do. Blah 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 blah. Today we want to talk to you about this crazy job of being the public address announcer for the Steelers because you work hand in hand with Justin to make sure everybody has an exciting time. And uh, you know, I, just let's have at it. Like when this job came about, how you got it. And how excited you might have been to do it, and does it suck to go to work every Sunday for the Pittsburgh Steelers? He just asked every question. Okay, thanks. Bye, Larry. Thanks for coming. <laughs> go. Beautiful voice. Wow. What? Yes. Isn't that amazing? And here's the thing, Larry. Honestly, we don't always know. I mean, we, we do research, and, and Fusion Entertainment typically gives us our musicians because we like to support local. And, you know, sometimes they're fine-tuned, so you don't know what to expect live. Isn't that amazing, though? Yeah. I love hearing when yeah, you're your back voice live. is extraordinary. Yeah. So smooth, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, good hit. And All so right. is your harmonica playing. Well, you, you heard about pretty much what I can do. Yeah, I mean, that was impressive. <laughs> but I was inspired. You really were. You did your six seconds of harmonica playing. That's all you need. Right. Do you play an instrument? Yes. 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 You don't have to tell people it's six seconds of a harmonica. It's better than the kazoo. The nuns at Catholic school told me, she looked at my fingers and said, you'll never play the violin. Oh. So that was out right from right. the get-go. Then at the Christmas pageant where we were preparing to entertain the pastor, and the nuns, I was told, the nun came over to me while we were singing in the chorus and said, shh, 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 shh. just, just no. lip sync, don't make no sound. And I'm no. thinking, I was crushed. Oh, this no. is after Janet Greisbaum and I went through <laughs> the optical training and they told me I was colorblind. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it was a triple whammy. Or the time I wasn't permitted to put prayers in Mary's prayer box because I... Was she thought I was misbehaving, but I wasn't. I was staring out the window, looking at the clouds. I end up being a weatherman. Oh, yeah. oh, Thank you. That was foreshadowing. Are you just going to sit there and look out at the weather? And I thought, yes, yes, this is a good job. Right. So day one, you were like, Sister Mary, you. Right. Look where I am now. As as my friend Jenny Crane would say, Sister Mary Charles Bronson. Yes. <laughs> so my musical career was kept. Yeah, under wraps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I went to piano lessons, and the woman, Same. after about three lessons, she quit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm happy just to be the announcer. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> well, 
listen, I, I get what your strength thing was probably. I mean, I'm not sure that that was a you know, guitars for a young boy is a kind of a chick getter, right? You know, I don't think the violin was really like that for you, was it? No, but I will say this. When the pandemic started, I thought to myself, what can I do in the quiet moments of my house that would surprise people on the other end of this that you learn? So I bought an electric guitar for the first time in my life. So we were on a Zoom call. And I had queued up on YouTube, Sweet Child of Mine. You know that great guitar oh, riff at the beginning? DNR, yeah. And so I pulled up my guitar and I said, oh, I've been working on a few licks. And everyone on the Zoom call was like, when did you learn how to play the guitar? I just said, I just did during the pandemic. So I started and I hit. So you hear Sweet Child of Mine, but you see me going and they're like, for a split second, I had them. Then it was just... so funny. Oh, my God. Who were you on the Zoom with? It was uh, a group of people that we were doing. It's, you know, the Yenzer cards. And oh, oh right. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The so people it. who understand it. Uh, I love it. But they, for a split second, were like, wait, uh, yeah. no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little like My fingers will never play flash. a violin. Flash. No. It's Flash. I couldn't think of who the yeah. cover is. Okay. But, but the harmonic is wonderful. And, and, you know, have you ever tried to sneak that into a Steeler game and announce? I'm like, hey, <laughs> no. that was... That was so and so at the thirty yard line. No, oh no. <laughs> Justin, your brother has ultimate control. He can hit that foot pedal. He has. Well, he has a. You know, now it's wireless on the phone. He can just control everything. Well, you know what? We gave him a fake foot pedal over there because he thinks he can mute this right now. Like, you know how the your crosswalk button is fake? He has a fake foot pedal over there. So. No, but listen, I will tell you a secret. There's a band. I won't say who it is, Justin. So don't sweat. But there was a band who my dad performed with regularly back in the day that Justin would have to mute regularly. I'm not kidding. And it was so funny because he had the little button and nobody knew. And they were jamming just like you were, but it wasn't really coming One through. One of the most, uh, I, I think it was the most fun I ever had doing a charity event. You guys ought to consider this in the future, was we did a charity lip sync. Oh, with yeah, We invited that. celebrities yeah. to pick a song mm -hmm. and perform, yeah. and then we had kind of a playoff. Yes. And it was Donny Iris came. Yeah. He did his own song. We're like, that's cheating. Yeah. How can you do Aaliyah? That, no, let us do that. you got to pick somebody else's song. Well, if you remember, uh, at last year's, yeah. was it last year's Valentine's Day show, mm -hmm. uh, your dad and your mom were part of our pairing. Yes. And we did a little bit of a lip sync. It was supposed to be a lip sync. David Highfield. Jack. Well, wait. David Highfield did Rick Astley, which was fantastic. Remember yes, I could see that. So, and then. And then Jack, but he went first. He went up and he destroyed the whole game because he, he wound up. He says, I don't lip sync. And he sang My Girl. So he blew the whole place out of the water. Gee, that's why we don't play family games. Yeah. It's no fun. Where was the mute button then. Right. 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 No, Justin, so let's talk about game day, right? People, again, don't understand what the job is. You know, we try to get these unique jobs in here. So when people are there, and you know, we know like the little things from talking to Ryan Mill, even at the Penguin games, you know, you kind of somberly say the other team scored. Then when we score, <laughs> hey, we scored, right? But what? <laughs> That's really good. I didn't even put it in the show notes. So think good. about, let's, let's talk about like walking through that day. We know Justin gets there at 4 or 5.30 or whatever. But talk about what you do that day to prepare. Well, I, the crew, I know your brother gets there earlier. Sure. I didn't realize how early until yeah, crazy, right? this informative podcast. Yes. <laughs> the rest of the crew's there. We're there five hours before kickoff. So if it's one o'clock, you know, we're there at eight, seven thirty during some of the pandemic, just to give you extra time to get through the protocols. Sure. Uh, and people say, "Well, what do you do?" It's amazing how fast that time goes. Because think about this on a normal home game pre-pandemic gates open at 11 so now you know now you're only three hours before you're on so it's like a big television show like a network show for the people in the stadium right. and that's preparation that Justin talks about the game day producer is a guy named Chris Burns he sits right beside me we have an open window and so you can feel the atmosphere and kind of Absorb. He's in charge of everything you see and hear. It ultimately wow. comes through him. There's a technical director that's hitting all the buttons on the call of Eli, who's the director. Then there's uh, Ray and Baruvi, who's overseeing the whole brand of the Steelers 
logos and sound and sights. And so everybody gets on headsets at a certain time. They check every single headset in the entire stadium so that they can talk to everybody, make sure that's taken care of. And we go through the script of the show one click at a time for the whole game in a pregame production. Wow. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And at the end, the director... Eli gives an inspirational little chat like it's a pregame, like a coach. Yeah. We are counting on you guys today to, wow. you know, yeah. and, and you, you get fired up. That's awesome. I feel sometimes when I'm driving to the stadium, I have a routine where I get a coffee. I get the butterflies like I'm playing. Wow. You know? Yes, you would. I mean, you're part of but you are part of the team. Well, you're part of a great, really, an ensemble that is... The team within the team. So you have the players and the coaches who are actually performing, but the enhancement for Steelers fans comes from the in-stadium. And you want to give your team the best edge you can give them within NFL policy yeah. guidelines yeah. and entertain the fans. Sure. And there's so much work that goes into doing that. It's extraordinary. I'm sure. And do people understand that you probably don't even get to see most of the game, right? I mean, I know you have to call, you're calling out the plays as they're happening, whatever, but right. so you probably see more than most. But you don't really get to, I guess, watch, enjoy. You cannot lose your focus. Yeah. If you do, you will screw up. And if I screw up, it's really obvious. <laughs> like, really obvious. That's a really good point, though. You're right. I mean, so how do you stay focused? Like, well, I'm a fan. I'm a yeah, big sure, fan. Sure. But in the moment, I can't be a fan in the sense I can't do asides and yeah. talk to my friend and say, did you see that? I have to say, Roethlisberger's pass, complete. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's another Pittsburgh Steelers. Thank God they were listening. That's oh my awesome. God! Yeah, they didn't have their mouth full of yeah. uh, wake up PGH sandwiches. But there's a difference between preparation errors and just being a human being. Yeah. Like I say, there's a mistake on the field every single play by somebody. I have to make sure I'm prepared to do my job, so I have to do the pronunciations with the team, the visiting team. I know our guys certainly, but then my first game was a preseason game with the Indianapolis Colts, and there was a linebacker whose last name was spelled F-U-K-U. -U. <laughs> I know. We know the story. Yeah. Tell and it. I it's thought, I better check with, <laughs> make sure. And then I'm thinking, I hope this guy doesn't get in the game, and if he does, doesn't make a play. So third quarter, halfway through, tackle on the play number 56, <laughs> I had that, you know that thing, not going anywhere for a while? <laughs> I said, Foku. And then I turned the mic off and I looked at my spotters on this side and he goes, What'd you say? And I said, I said, Did I say? He goes, Nah, I'm just messing with you. And the vomit in your mouth. It, it could have been the shortest NFL career in public address history, but fortunately, um. Um, I didn't mess that up. That is part of the preparation, right? You you really do need to look with ever changing, right. you know, um, teammates and such. There's rosters, so many little intricacies yeah. that you wouldn't think of. For instance, we have to be silent when the other team we're on defense. When the team breaks the huddle and the 20 second play clock hits 20, we have to be out. Music, voice. If I'm talking. That technically could be a violation. So oh. I have to watch that clock. So I have to set the play. So after the last play, you'd say what happened. So you're not a play-by-play -play guy. You just give them the very, you know, a minimalist is what I say. So handoff, the running back, who who ran the ball, who made the tackle, how many yards did they get, what down is it, and you got to get that done before that hits 20. Wow. I would have never thought of that. That's so true. Yeah. You really have to be ready. And then Chris, the you know, game day producer, we work hand in hand on everything. So if there are announcements, Steelers fans, yeah, yeah, you, whatever it is, and then I'll say, uh, he'll look at me and he'll go, it's third down. And I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> it's third down. <laughs> and, then, and he'll look at me and he'll go, <laughs> so 
What was really cool, the best thing in my career, it'll be ten seasons coming up, if they keep me. Uh, they say I cleared the building this year. I don't think that was my fault. <laughs> but um, in, in all that time, they give a game ball to somebody in you know the scoreboard team. Right. Oh, wow. And it's really a cool thing because, you know, there's so many people doing their job as an ensemble, as Justin said, yeah. to make that show for the fans and the players. So we played two years ago. The Patriots came to town. Remember, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But people forget, we beat them. Yeah. So you were talking about low-key when you introduced the other team. Introducing Coach Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. <laughs> and that, of course, you know, and then we do the opposite for the Steelers team. But through the course of that game, I was so into that game, and I wanted to beat Tom Brady so bad, just as a fan, as a, everything we're doing, and we won the game. And after, right after the game, Chris Burns, our game day producer, announces who gets the game ball. And he turned to me, and he tossed me the ball. Get out of town. That's so cool. I wanted to tell somebody. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nobody cared. Yeah. This is my game ball. We beat the Patriots. They won the Super Bowl that year. It was my fault. You know what my wife said yeah. when she goes, oh, what are we going to do with another ball in this house? <laughs> Who's going to dust around that? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Patriots. Yeah. So where is it now? Where is it located in the Richard house? I, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think the kids probably is yeah, destroyed. No, I, yeah. I have it. Uh, believe me. Yeah, I'm sure. It, it has to be so difficult because you grew up as a fan. You're, you know, you're a professional there, but you grew up as a fan. Like when they blow a play, you go, oh, you know, if I'm at home, I'm going, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You can't. No, you can't. Yeah. And occasionally, you, you, you know, you're thinking to yourself. What was that call? Or what was this? Or why'd they do that? Or what? But you can't. You have yeah. to focus. Focus is your number one thing. You have to put out everything else of your mind because if you're not in the moment, even if you're enjoying the game, yeah. oh, that was a great play. You you can't. You have yeah. to stay in the moment. But I want you to know about that game ball. Yes. In my casket, I want that game ball tucked under my arm. And on my tombstone, I wanted to say, was brought to you by, <laughs> just for the oh record. Do you want your hand in the casket out like this with it tucked no. under, you know, like the high school. The, the high school. No. no, just tucked up casually. It has to be natural. Okay. Casually, yeah. yeah. Everybody it, knows the casket pose. It's so natural yeah. in the casket of <laughs> football, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, and, you know, I think it just goes back to, as uh, we to ask Justin and talk to Rachel about it, the Rooney... You know, Empire, the Steelers, it's just such a class act. It just goes back to they do it the right way. Well, I've been around long enough where I've been narrating the Steelers' highlight films for NFL Films since yeah. 1985. Yeah. Oh, wow. So when I originally did that, I was a really young guy, and we used to show the films to the media, and they did it. In this case, it was at Three Rivers in the team film room. And they had a little reception, like a luncheon for the local media, and they would show the film. Well, guess who was there? Art Rooney, uh -huh. the chief. Yeah. Wow. Chuck Knoll. You know, all these guys. Yeah. You know, I met the chief, and I remember meeting him, and they introduced me. They said, uh, Mr. Rooney, this is the young man who's narrating our film. And he looked up. He had those lenses on, you know. Yeah. And he said, where are you from? And I said, my dad's from the north side. Smart. And he goes, oh, what's his name? <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So I got to meet the chief, and then oh, eventually his son, Dan, who yeah. became the ambassador. Yeah. And I used to emcee his event every year for the American Ireland Fund Dinner. And uh, I just loved, him, loved the man and his wife, Patricia, who yeah. recently yeah. passed. They were just, just good people. Yeah. And what I liked about him, Dan Rooney, was he always said, I'm not a big shot, you know. Yeah, you kind of are. You're kind of like yeah. royalty here. Yeah. <laughs> but he treated everybody. The fans would come up to him, and he had a, a routine where he would come to the scoreboard room before every game, every home game. And he'd come in, say hi to everybody every game. Wow. wow. And uh, Class act, you're right. the, the last thing I said to him, it was the playoff game in Miami, and I saw him there, and I said, Ambassador, I said, I just want you to know I'm going to leave everything out on the field today. And he, he turned and he had this really great smile. He goes, oh, Larry. 
You're doing a good job. Oh, <laughs> well, at least you didn't come up and say lip sync it like your nun did. No. <laughs> <laughs> They've never asked me to sing the national anthem. It's not going to happen. <laughs> By the way, uh, Tracy's online. She said you can sing. So. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So we have a question of the day, Lair. Oh, my God. We didn't ask Jeff. I know. We'll have to get back to him on that. Or Rachel. All right. Well, while you're looking, just real quick, because people wonder, well, how did you get that job? Yes, that's yes. So my son played football, yes. you know, Wee football, mm -hmm. and I went to the game, and the guy says, "Hey, we need you to do the announcing," and I'm, I'm like, "No, I do that for a living." I said, "Let somebody else do that." They go, "No, we want you to do it." I'm like, "Oh, I had to climb up this rickety." Uh, scaffolding above the snack shack at the old Richland barn, and I'm yeah. swaying up there. But you had to read 96 names because in the beginning of the game, you had to read both teams. Uh, oh, wow. And you're not going to get all those names right. Yes. John Guadalupe. It's not Guadalupe. Yeah. Right. Immediately they turn on you like bamboo vipers. I did that for seven seasons. I'm like, I told my wife, this is rough. Oh, God, that is so, so then I thought, okay. Then the Pine Richland High School, Claire Altimus, who was the athletic director back then, he goes, hey, our PA guy's leaving. Would you? I'm like, no, let somebody else do it. We'd really like you to. Okay, so I did that for seven years. Then three years go by, and I'm thinking, I'm good. And then Tony Quattrini, who worked for the Steelers oh, yeah. back then, who retired, he said, Larry, are you interested? We're thinking maybe, you know. He said, take your time. It's a big commitment. Talk to your wife. I'll call you in 24 hours. I'm like, <laughs> so I said to my wife, the Steelers called. Tony called and want me to be the public address announcer. She goes, oh, my God, you'll be gone every weekend. I go, no, it's home games. It's just in the stadium. She goes, oh, do you want to do it? And I'm like, I think it would be tremendous. It's a, it's a great honor. That call's not coming again. Yeah, that's right. So I said yes, and it'll be 10 seasons. How about so that? Cool. And wow. it couldn't be more deserving, you know. Oh, it's just, it's game. such an honor. I mean, yeah, think about, yeah. I think about my deceased relatives yeah. who loved the Steelers, yeah. and I wish, like, my Uncle George and Aunt Ann were around to see, you know, they come to the game, welcome to Heinz Field. It's like, that's our nephew. <laughs> He's up on that. Where are you at when you're doing that? <laughs> Where are you at? <laughs> I hear that all the time. You're up there. Right? You're reading the program, drinking beer. That's a great job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I can't, yeah. You only work on Sundays. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. No, you get no. to shoot all the games. I and Larry, I, one of my biggest pet peeves is never end your sentence with a preposition, and I think every Pittsburgher does it. Where are you at? What the hell? Who says that? Is that like, wrong? It's wrong. <laughs> Dissect it. Don't say it. I, even my kids. My my 14-year-old's the son of a bee, and he'll go. I'm done end your sentence in a proposition because. Nice. Or he'll go question mark. <laughs> so Larry, nice. I can't stand before we ask you the question of the day, where are you at on social media? No, no, no. Go ahead, Larry. Where's everybody follow you? Media? That's a great question too. I don't know. <laughs> don't we have people for that? Yes, you do have people. <laughs> we will put it in the show links. And they, they want you to tweet. You're right. They the want you to. That's you, you said that. You got to do. You know, I posted a picture of Smokey Robinson's birthday. Yeah. We had him here a couple of years ago. I had a picture. They go, yeah, put that stuff up, and yeah. you know, so you. It's a job. Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Facebook. I don't know what else. Well, and people, and not not we're nothing like like you, but people say like, how come you didn't post that picture we took like a week ago? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, because uh, it was my kid's birthday. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think about it. Because I have a life. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I sit there. Hey, uh, yeah. Yeah. It is crazy. Those fingers aren't going to be able to do that. Social media. We will put all of Larry's info yes. in the show. What's wrong with my fingers? I think my fingers They're are normal. Fabulous. If They're you're listening to the podcast, fabulous. don't stop your car and try to. It'll be in the show notes. You can link yeah. it up later. All right. So Wake Up Pittsburgh is spoiling us with breakfast sandwiches today, which you get to have. So it begs the question, what would you wake up and eat every day if you could? It doesn't matter, like, what time of day. But if you woke up and you got to eat it every day, what would it be? Well, I get up at 3 a.m. now, yeah. so there's nobody. People say, your wife get up and cook you breakfast. Oh, I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, with yeah. farmer jeans on. Yeah. 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 Apparently, you've never met my wife. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. I if get you it. could wake up and eat, like, what would it be? Like, you know, I think oh. breakfast is such a, it's important. such a, yeah, yeah. it's important. Yeah. And 
I think one of the greatest things is dinner with friends and family or breakfast. Oh, yeah. I always thought it would oh, be cool yeah, yeah. to own a breakfast place because yeah. that's kind of where people gather, get the day yeah. started, what's yeah. going on. Yep. Uh, it's just simple. Yeah. Yeah. Good bacon. Okay. Thick slice. Oh. Crispy. Crispy. Okay. Crispy. Okay. Two eggs. Mm -hmm. Over easy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Whole wheat. I'd rather have Mancini's bread toasted, yeah. right? Italian bread. Yeah. That was so but good. My, that you said Mancini's. I love him. Wow. <laughs> Come on, get a picture. accident. <laughs> I love Mancini's bread. I do. Oh, same, same. But my wife's always like, you're not going to eat. you got to have that oh, yeah. nine-grain bread. Like, quit chewing the alfalfa out of that bag and give me the chips. <laughs> so, so it's a simple breakfast. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a little potatoes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just a little something, something. And then a uh, glass of orange juice and a good good cup of coffee. coffee. There you go. John, would yours be pizza? Uh, I love cold pizza. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt I would eat a cold pizza. I figured yeah. So. This Larry, is awesome, Larry Richard. You're, Thank you know, you so John much. fanboys, but you're seriously one of my faves. Like, I could have you and P. Hewlett on this podcast every week. It's fun, and I appreciate you guys inviting me. Thanks for getting me up at 6 a.m. on Saturday. Anytime. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for attending. Here's Zach. Oh, my God. I just broke down and cried. I hid behind a street sign like a dog who done wrong. No, I just wanted to die. Basically, the next guest has absolutely nothing to do with the Steelers. That's what this but he should. You know, like nothing. He didn't even wear black and gold. I'm not one to tattle, but you know. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, we couldn't wait to meet you because first and foremost, as we're talking a little bit about social media and how we have to keep up on it sure. in every aspect anymore of, of what your profession is, we really took a liking to your photos. I mean, and you know, we have to say, in a world of iPhone 12s, we're all kind of <laughs> lucky in the sense that our photos look better than they did years ago. Sure. But you have a natural knack for showing, like you make us salivate for breakfast. And John will tell you, even though we're not skinny, I we're busy. We're busy all the time, and we don't eat regularly. And so he is so excited. As soon as you put your offer out, he was like, boom, book him on the steel. Oh, I love podcast. that. I appreciate <laughs> you. Yeah. I mean, I always joke, like, I want to eat my phone when I see your pictures. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it should be, phone, Instagram yeah. should be scratch and sniff or scratch and lick. I don't know what it should no, be. That's a great idea. But right? the fact right? is, is so... So you're Zach. Yes. You have Wake Up PGH on Instagram. Yes. What started this? And are you a chef or just you're just a breakfast dude? Tell us all about it. Yes, it, it was very random. I've never worked in the restaurant industry, minus flipping pizzas in college. Not a chef by any means. But uh, I follow a lot of the bloggers, the same people that you guys have on the podcast here. And I love breakfast sandwiches, so I just started like searching thing. one day. Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, well, let's find the Pittsburgh breakfast page. Yeah. And I'm typing in different terms, and nothing was coming up. I'm like, how is there not a, you know, there's a page for everything. So I just decided, I'm like, all right, I'll start one. And I had this idea originally that I was going to go on the weekends and support all the locals and rate their sandwiches, but I had to fill some content. So I started posting my sandwiches and I would get one message and one like and it just kept going and going and it's taking me places like here which I can't say I ever thought I'd be so oh, it's oh, fun anytime. <laughs> you mean just the Rachel Hunt's house yeah. anytime <laughs> Listen, no, you saw the pool out back keep bringing yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Rachel yeah. summer breakfast sandwiches mm. by the pool that's what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. no I mean I, I have to say what that's the the part that I love is innovation right mm -hmm. because you're right as we were saying there's a struggling unfortunately you know unit of people in hospitality who are saying right. like, they're closing their doors so everybody's been forced to reinvent what they do and how they do it so i love the fact that during a pandemic who would have thought right yeah. and that's sort of the bulk of where you were picking up your traction it was that's kind of where it started it's uh like i said i had a, a couple people like the photos and then I started getting bloggers reach out, you know, asking if they could, you know, buy one or come over. And I'm like, sure, you know. And so that started growing and growing. And 
you know, we just kind of made a thing of it. We were going to try to donate some money to the local places. So we did a, an event where we right. made sandwiches on a Saturday. And I just wanted to see what would happen. And, you know, within a matter of two hours, I had 75 people on this list. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I can't believe these people are coming down here. Yeah. So we had to go buy packaging and do some stuff. And we've continually do these events, and people keep showing up. So. And just so people know, like, even for here, you brought mm -hmm. your griddle, correct? Is that how this uh, works? Today I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but you're not, like, a traveling You walk in, you know, yeah. the griddle, you're like, like Rachel, I'm Justin, get out of the way. And he's like, kick <laughs> the door like, open. Guy. Yeah. yeah, you're like, I, yeah. it's my griddle, my house. Which, you know, we had to, whatever works, and that seemed to work. But we've done uh, Mediterra as a company. They have a, oh, yeah. a great bread, great restaurant, new one in Mount Lebanon. Mm -hmm. And I love their English muffins. They're the best. And they one day said, hey, would you mind, you know, doing an event here yeah. for our crew? And I'm like, sure, you know. And I said, how many? Like 10 sandwiches. And she's like, about like 50 or 60 and I'm one that, you know, if I get the opportunity, I'm just going to make it work and happen. So I'm like, okay. And I hung up the phone, and we had to go buy griddles and something to cook on because we didn't have anything. So, But it worked. So you said we. My friends would always say we. Do you have a mouse in your pocket? Yeah. But you have a partner. You have a friend. Right, you someone who helps you. It's right? usually myself from my wife Jessica. Okay. Is she makes the aioli? She does all the boxes when we do them out. And yeah, if I don't have her, I'm not doing anything. That's and smart. we've seen so the pictures we've seen. Like yeah, eat. Um, I know. Because I have already. Time <laughs> is it good? And I was like, no, it's so good. But good. we watched good. even some of them are on waffles. Some of your sandwiches. You had, you did an Isley's chipped ham. We did with yeah. eggs on a waffle. Yes. So the waffle's the thing right now, right? It was. Uh, you know, it was one of the things I saw it, I'm like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll do one of those. And Isley's had actually reached out to me and said, you know, we'd love for you to use some of the ham. I'm like, great. Aren't they fantastic, use, right? Oh, they're yeah. very, yes. very nice people. Did yeah. you ever try their ice cream on a Sub-Zero day? I mm -hmm. have not. Yeah, I we did. Have. We just had their new... Uh, I can't remember what it was, a chocolate marshmallow. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's they just, just came out, we, we yeah. We did one of our Friday tailgates with them, and it literally decided to snow and go to zero yeah. minus 35, I think it was, on that uh -huh. day. We sat outside eating ice cream. Yeah, it was very good. It was, it was, it was really good. It was worth good. it, yeah, for sure. And what about ingredient-wise? So how are you, just like anybody else, are you mm -hmm. pulling your crowd? How are you figuring out what makes, because this is fantastic. Like, what is in ours right I now? I appreciate that. Yeah. That's just eggs. It's yeah. a, a bacon that um, we chop up very fine okay. and cheese and that's it salt that's and pepper it. and some other seasoning so, so not that it's overly healthy but it's also not here's your pop tart and go not terribly right. unhealthy right um but for ingredients uh, you know like i was mentioned before breakfast is pretty simple mm -hmm. yeah. and i am more i like like the structure of the sandwich yeah it's to stay together and yeah. fit well so the ingredients is, is nothing special yeah but uh i do try to get it so you get a little taste of everything so if there's cheese on it you get mm -hmm. just enough if it's a sauce you get just enough i don't like anything that's too messy yeah. and right. falling off the bun and soggy it's just uh so you actually thing. had that in mind so you truly thought this through it wasn't just like go to your wife and say i want to make these sandwiches it was uh, like, let me think about though you know the concept of people will be going back to work they are going to want a handheld yeah. i mean somewhat yeah so I, I i'd like to say i thought it through a little <laughs> more than i did but uh yeah it was just this was um the the crunch wrap that i made for you guys here today I had the idea from Taco Bell has theirs. Yeah. So we always made them at Taco home Taco with um, different meats. We do the ground beef, we do the chicken, and it was just one morning. I had leftover tortillas, and I'm like, all right, let's put the scrambled eggs in here. And we cooked it up, and that first bite, we're like, oh man, this is great. Yeah. And those are the ones that started getting a lot of traction yeah. online, and that's when. And I just got tons of messages, and like you said, people are all, where, where are you getting these from? Where are you yeah. going? Right. Everyone wanted a sandwich that they could pick up. That's Pittsburgh. He just yeah. sent it. I know, I know. Yeah. Listen, it's a pet. He just violated it. And my brother, well, my brother will joke with you because I hate, I was a journalism major, and uh -huh. I hated when people, nothing against English majors, but my brother would be like, you're an English major. Yeah. No, I'm not. I was a journalism major, but it all, sorry. I just got off on this. No, no, that's that, totally funny. That's no, no, exactly, yeah. So this is your side hustle. This is yeah. just so it's when you, to whatever, I don't know if you can say or want to say what your, you know, full-time job is, but 
when you go to that full-time job, do they go, dude, where are the... Uh, I like don't discuss it at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the environmental industry, which is like the demographic is you know older and yeah. it's they're not people on their Instagram. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. So I feel like if I would say, hey, you should uh, check out this page I have, it'd be like <laughs> silence. So uh, right, I understand. Yeah, so I don't say too much, but it's been a fun side thing. We've met uh, you know tons of people. Yeah. And I have, we've gotten all these offers for doing food trucks, mm -hmm. partnering with people, going to different uh, shared delicious. kitchen spaces. Really yeah. So I don't know what's going to come of it. We're looking now is, you know, could we do something on the yeah. weekends and have yeah. fun and make it legitimate? Listen, and you could do the Adjoining Podcast we're going anytime. Yeah. We will be pushing <laughs> your stuff. I'm serious. Like, whatever we You'd need to do, we're in. You'd have to use bread for something. Yeah, something I mean, like it's, it's the best. If you yeah. want your picture with it, you better right. think of something. But it is one I use all... Everything's local, on, right? so yeah. all the local stuff around here. Um, Uncle Charlie's sausage, yeah. what I use is bacon. Mancini's, yeah. Mediterra. I go to Ranges in the Strip District. Yeah. So I try to keep everything local, and you know it's the. Best you're not fat. That sucks. Yeah, you're not. It really sucks for us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it sucks. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean he has all these great food, and he's yeah. not fat. Yeah. I, I I listen to the food, and I get fat. Okay. I look at it. I know. Right. It sucks. So, so this is awesome. So, Wake Up PGH yes. is the Instagram. It's not on Facebook. It's not on Twitter. It's not, not you know, TikTok. And you're just exclusive to... It's, but as I was telling Instagram. you earlier and Rachel that... Um, you remind me uh, or us of the on a paper plate guy. Yes. Oh, yeah, like yeah. we're like, who is this person? Yeah. We want to meet them. Yep. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll come on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, we're like we want to know the person. So that your your Instagram page has grown organically like that. We've even used it on our daily dose of happiness on Kelly One Star, uh, just because it's so great. But uh, if you're watching on Facebook and you're not Instagram savvy, it's wake up PGH. You'll yes. figure it out. So. And, and that's where they could find out any kind of what you're doing in the community or if they want to partner with you to do other things. So. Yes, it's uh, at Wake Up PGA. We're getting and, lots uh, of hearts on your day. Are you? Yeah. Good. You good. Guys, I, yeah. It's like it's a bubble <laughs> from an aquarium right now. Listen, we, and again, not that I'm like the epitome of health, but we know I don't really eat meat. Uh -huh. And I'm really picky about I love eggs. But I'm weird about breakfast sandwiches. It's fantastic. No, like I, it's, listen, best friend Jen and John. It's not hangover, Rachel, because I gave up alcohol for lunch. <laughs> you it's not hungover and ate meat and didn't realize. When we know it's Rachel. Like, Ra Rachel is around. When we know a hangover, Rachel is around. We are going to call you. Yeah. And we need oh. to get out the the, the grease. Just oil, yeah, lots of yeah. oil. A few of my ideas might have came from my No, but uh, we, we thank you so much. And seriously, come on anytime. If you have something new that you want to talk about, we'd love to have you at any point. So. Thanks for not turning Tracy down because when she tracks somebody down, she, she's a hound. She, she, well, she, she's she was, a crazy yeah. mofo. She was right. such a great lady when I talked to her. And when she set it up, it was funny. She, I, I play music, and I yeah. said, hey, who's the, the music guest? Yeah. 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 And she said, well, actually, you know, we don't have one. And she said, do you play? And I said, yeah, I was just curious. You know, I, I sing and write. And so she calls me back. She said, hey, I got great news. And I'm like, what is it? And she's like, you're going to be the music guest, too. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I like <laughs> instant panic. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I my said, friend's going to do it. Yeah, I said, I got a good friend who I just saw who can do it a little bit better than I can. Oh so that took off some of the nerves. I love it. <laughs> now, and we're going to hear him right after you answer the question. All right, question of the yes. day. So it sort of pertains to you. Mm -hmm. Wake up, PGH, spoiling us with brekkie sammies today. And it begs the and question, what this. would you wake up and eat every day if you could? And it doesn't have to be. I think where Larry wasn't listening there, um, it didn't have to be breakfast. If you could wake up and every day and have the same thing, is if it is a breakfast sandwich, that's fine. But what is it? I mean, for me, it's definitely a breakfast. Okay. Sandwich. Sausage, egg, and cheese is yeah. 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 So that's what usually I eat one every day. Okay. And sausage, egg, and cheese is by Yum. far my favorite. Stand with the brand. Yeah. 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 It is a smart guy. Like I say, jag off every day because yeah, John right. said if I want this job, I you better say right. jag off. We have to use the word. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much. This is awesome. Right. Follow him. Yeah. Whatever you do, follow Thank him. Thank you. They say he's suffered more abuse than any man should allow. He's the loneliest man in town. 
hasn't ended it yet, Will. All right, so Ryan, we're listening to pieces of your song as we come into this interview. And tell us just about a little bit about your music career in, here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, originally I'd, I went out to California to try to do music and try to do stand-up. Um, okay. The, the stand-up thing didn't work out. I found out quickly that I wasn't that funny. Um, so I was doing music out there. Uh, to one point, whenever I was out in California, I didn't have a lot of money. I was like pay, playing music on the sidewalk and stuff. But it wasn't until I really got back that I started kind of writing my own stuff. Um, I met my wife, uh, Shelly, and I feel like she was totally like my muse because like as soon as I met her, like I just started writing a lot of love songs and just um, a lot of just writing poetry, and then I started putting them into the songs. But written a lot since I met her. We've been together for it'll be our five-year anniversary in October. Um, but we've known each other for almost eight years. So. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And we're hearing the voice, uh, your voice on the one, <laughs> the, the song that's been, your voice is just as mellow as it is right here talking, which is, it's so smooth. It's velvety smooth. Have you done voice training or is this, is, this is God given? No, no, no. I do, I do impersonations by myself in my room. <laughs> and I, I'm not, I'm not any good at them whenever I have to do them. Okay. My friends say like, oh yeah, do that impersonation. Terrible. <laughs> I'm asked to do it. I'm good in my room. But, yeah. now, but that's about, nice of you to say. Thank you. But what about performing wise? Um, obviously COVID, we try so hard not to talk about it, but it's here and it's happening. Yeah. So I know that you've performed at Atria's right before? Um, no, well, I just bartend. I, you know, okay. I've been the bar manager there. I was the one that was in Gibsonia and now the one in Freeport. Yeah. And I've never actually performed there. I just got to see Johnny Angel and the Hangouts uh. come out and play. Uh, uh, yeah. Which yeah. J.A. was here supervising yeah. everything from the food to the music. You know, <laughs> yeah. God love them. Yeah. But I, I've played at um, uh, Mr. Smalls. We, our band played there. We played at... Um, what was it the Rex Theater before? And then we also I used to play uh, acoustic brunch at Hambones was what really oh, got wow. me out there. My friend Dale Mangold who plays saxophone in a band called Pit Floyd, uh, who's local. They're just great. They do all Pink Floyd stuff, but they're a local Pittsburgh. Okay, band. that's just, cool. He's just a, the nicest guy ever, and he got me actually into coming out there and got me the courage to kind of play my own stuff. Oh. So whenever going there for acoustic brunch, where they have every Sunday, they don't have it anymore because of COVID. But um, yeah, yeah, that was what really got me playing, got me into a Band. And the name of your band, though, is Red Strum? Red Strum, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was nice. really, it started out just me being uh, my own artist solo, and my favorite color was red, and I strum the guitar, so I was like, Red Strum, it's also uh, like, I thought it was from that movie. It's a play red on rum. Red, red Rum. Yeah, yeah. Band, so, I knew right. Yeah, sure. Big Jack Nicholson fan. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, we're going to want to showcase you more. Where does everybody find you online? On Where can we see you perform? Are you at home doing things? <laughs> yeah, well, I do some stuff. I've been doing a lot of Zoom, like just Facebook Live videos sure. from home. Um, I'm, I'm play, I played at Cousins Bar, was where uh, Zach actually saw me. Cousins Bar is located in Millville. I'm going to be yeah. playing there again in May. Okay. Um, they're going to have a whole lot of local artists playing there. Um, I'm trying to get Double L is another bar that's also, I'm very uh, close in Millville. Yeah, I love it. To, I, I know other bartenders hey, that are while there. while you're in Millville, yeah. check out there, but go to Sprezzatora. Wink, wink. Yeah. Sprezzatora is a fantastic place in the Old Moose Lodge. Okay, and they yeah, have yeah. fans. They've paired it. up with the 412. Total Pittsburgh. Oh what used to be there. What used to be the Moose Lodge yeah. is now So Sprezzatura. go listen to him perform and then go snag some soup at Sprezzatura. Boom. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I'll be playing Cousins. I'm trying to play also Double L hopefully in the next couple months. Um, it's really just trying to get back out there and talk to people because there's not a lot of places that are still kind of worried about having people come out. And Absolutely. it's hard because you have the occupancy is like you're only allowed to have so many people. Sure. So. sure. But I have Facebook. Um, I'm on Redstrom at Facebook.com. And then our website is redstrom.wixsite.com backslash redstrom. All in the show. Yeah. All in the show. You're awesome. By the way, just so you know, Anita DeFrance is a, fran a fan of Zach's. Do you know that? Okay. You know? Uh, she said, know that, yeah. she says you're made for social media. <laughs> Thank you. Well, question of the day is oh, yeah. you could oh, have man. one thing to eat every day. What? It doesn't have to be if, you know, your friend... Zach, you could say his breakfast sandwich, but you don't feel all the okay. yeah, no, He doesn't have a gun. He I'm doesn't. Sure no, he has great breakfast. I'm easy. Um, toast with oh. like butter and jelly, or I've been doing avocado toast a lot lately. Avocado I love avocado toast. toast. I put a little mm -hmm. bit of ketchup on it just because I don't know why. Oh my god! Or tomato. Yeah. But uh, yeah. John will die. So you can't take so the ketchup. ketchup. You can only ketchup. Yeah, like I'm not going to friend you on Facebook. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. He hates Facebook anyway. So. No. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so all right. So you play. That's it. So. 
more time. Yeah. Oh, no, totally so we'll have you play. And as you as you get ready to play, we'll give our credits. Go ahead and we'll, we'll put the microphones over there. You could just yeah, play. just a little bit. Oh, yeah, so do the it. first song I played was The Loneliest Man in Town. That was a song I wrote during COVID, which was very fitting because that was during the whole COVID thing. Oh, get so it. that what I felt very alone. And then um, the song I'm going to play now is uh, Nothing Wrong with Crying, which is actually my 16-month-year-old daughter uh, kind of helped me write it because it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I was kind of like humming this just I, I just start humming whatever comes in my head, and I kind of hummed the part for it. So then I went and wrote the, the song for her. So that's cool. All the now guys on Instagram hate you right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're like, we hate him because he's so smooth. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, will you get ready? We'll start our thank right. yous. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And so we have to thank everybody that was on the podcast. First of all, thanks uh, Justin and Rachel for hosting us today in the Almost Fireplace. We have to thank Larry Richard and uh, thanks to Zach from Wake Up PGH and. Thanks again to Ryan, who you're going to hear in a minute. And thanks, of course, to our sponsor, Rory Condom. Christmas may be host to mega deals that we can drive away with happy, but February is the month we love at Rory Condom. For the first time ever, Roraconda is offering 0% financing for up to 60 months on select vehicles. We say don't be a jag-off and ask which ones. The deals include CRVs, HRVs, Ridge Lines, as well as 20 ones that include a pilot. Listen to the podcast here or head to Rorik, Rorik.com for all of your vehicle needs. And here is Ryan. No. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. You see the red button on the bottom there, on the bottom left? You can touch screen it. it. should say end live. Oh, you get it. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate it. Cool. That was awesome. Thank you. That was